Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White, and it is the 30th day of August. Today, we will conclude the reading of chapter three from Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul, our 2018 book. And when we conclude a chapter in this little audio run through, we put the chapter up the next day, uncut in its entirety at additional content at our website, paulwhiteministries.com. For access to the additional content material, go to our page, click on additional content, and it gives you what is behind that wall and then um, the the partnership level to, to get there. This is the only time, the only thing we've ever done at our website that has a partnership uh, password. And so if you want a little extra material, some stuff that's not available anywhere else, that's where you get it, and you can get this audiobook as we drop it chapter by chapter. Today, not long. Uh, this is uh, the last little segment we had left. I'm going to give you this today. Tomorrow will be the essay edition. I'll talk about that more in a second after the reading. And then we'll do chapter four, which is another short chapter. We might even be able to do it in one day, but definitely no more than two uh, coming up just after this. So again, go look for this this uh, entire third chapter at additional content, paulwhiteministries.com. Here it is, the conclusion from Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul of chapter three. For so long, so many of us thought that a lack of receiving from God was a reflection on our poor performance for God. In reality, we do not lack because we do not work. We have not because we do not ask. James chapter 4, verses 2 and 3. Remember the words of the father to the elder brother and know that they are the same words to you. Son, you and I have always been together and everything I have belongs to you. It seems to me that one of the most damaging things that can happen to a child of God is to perceive a move of the Spirit as a reward for their actions in the flesh. In other words, do a bunch of stuff, grind the corn, and then God moves. When that happens, we often think God moved as a result of our actions. Then, as experience has taught me, we duplicate the action, expecting that at the next meeting or service or opportunity, we will get the same movement or emotion as we had before. What happens when we don't get the spiritual response or the reward that we anticipated? We pick up the stressful saw mentality and go through the checklist of do's and don'ts, rights and wrongs, adding to and taking away in an endless attempt to satisfy God. I liken this to rain dancing, a form of spiritual witchcraft at work in the church. It's the belief that if we dance long enough, it will rain. The truth seems fairly simple. It will eventually rain. If you dance long enough, it will rain. If you don't dance at all, it will rain. The difference is that when we dance and then it rains, the connection is just too hard for us to resist. While logically elementary, the dangerous byproduct of our belief that our dance had something to do with the rain is that we focus all of our attention on the dance rather than the enjoyment of the rain. We're often not many steps away from the start of the first church of the dance, complete with fundraising machinery, bylaws and rules, and topped off with a couple bestsellers on how to guarantee rain in your area. Don't forget the message of Paul, a message he no doubt would have preached to his former self, Saul, that the one who does miracles in your midst does not do them by the works of the flesh, but by the hearing of faith. Galatians 3.5 One person... Believing and receiving a move of the Spirit is enough to shake the house. One other person, who's blessed to be there, 
but has worked their spiritual fingers to the bone all week to see a move of God, may naturally misinterpret the falling of the rain as a result of their week-long dance. The rain falls on the just and the unjust alike, and it falls on those who have been believing and those who have been working. Who is to say that the guy doing all the work isn't the reason for the blessing? Jesus' story of the prodigal answers that question. The father was not good because the older brother was good. The father was good and the older brother, with all of his idiosyncrasies and his hatred, could have had any and all of it at any time. Do you want to go into the party you don't deserve, thrown by a father who irrationally loves you? Or do you want to work one more field and wonder when the father will kill a fatted calf for you? And there it is, the end of the third chapter from Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. The entire chapter, including the introduction and chapters 1, 2, and 3, will be up. This will be up by tomorrow, the 31st of August. All those others are already there. Add additional content at paulwhiteministries.com. Tomorrow, the last day of the month of August, we will present the August essay edition. We have done an essay every month since January 2018. And I don't intend to stop now. Sometimes the essay is this really thought out, uh, cited and wrestled with thing and that I've worked on a long time. Sometimes the essay is literally the thing that's on my mind when I sat down at the computer that day. Um, it is often a scripture or a set of scriptures that I'm working through. And sometimes it's just a thought. It's even occasionally social commentary. So... Give it a listen. It'll be available in print as well at paulwhiteministries.com, as are all of our essay editions, and it'll be right here where you get your podcast tomorrow. Then the next day we'll head into the fourth chapter of Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. Hope you have a great day. God bless.